Hello, hello. We're back, and this time the episode is going to be a little bit different for HFT bets. Um, we're going to be talking today about both college and NFL, and if you don't like one, skip to the other. Decided to condense the two episodes; it's just a lot easier. Um, you know, we just keep things rolling, and you know, fewer episodes getting out, probably less annoying. Um, and I, I just think overall on a production side, it's going to be easier for me. So I'm going to be talking about both the NFL and NCAAF. Eventually, it's just going to be kind of a weekly picks segment. And, you know, I'll, t- I'll throw in some UFC here and there, maybe some playoff baseball, um, maybe even some NBA if, if the games get good. So we're going to start off with college football. Um, really exciting week ahead. A lot of uh, interesting games to see who all is going to be top of their field uh, in their conference and whatnot. So it'll be a very telling week, as every week is, I guess, in football. But this one, I'd say, is especially telling in in a few marquee games, and we'll talk about those. So um, let's get started. So we've got the Friday games, nebraska Rutgers going to be a very close one, I think. Uh, Nebraska favored by 2.5, over-under is 50.5 right now. Um, I've got the under 50.5 in this game. I I think that Rutgers' defense is very good, and I know Nebraska's main, um, I guess, advantage and and their strength has been their offensive side of the ball. However, I mean, this Rutgers' defense is a little bit different, probably better than a lot of defenses Nebraska's faced. I mean, Nebraska put up 45 on a couple teams. I know that they did very well against Indiana last week. I gave you the Nebraska minus five and a half. Um, but I'm just, I'm not going to be confident enough on a side here to take that as my one bet. So I'm going to take the under 50 and a half. Um, I think that Rutgers defense will hold Nebraska to a good amount. And I don't think Rutgers offense is all that good. So I'm going to, I'm going to say this is an under kind of game. Um, Nebraska's overs have just been hitting, hitting, hitting. So I'm going to take the under on this one. I think that Rutgers can probably hold them to maybe 30 something points. Next one, Houston and Memphis. Memphis favored by two and a half right now at home. Um, Houston just been a terrible team, and I've been betting against them every week. I gave you the two-lane money line last week against Houston. Uh, no one convinced me to not put that bet in, and I'm very glad I did. With a third-string quarterback, Tulane was able to pull off the victory in overtime. Um, wild, wild game. I mean, Tulane looked great at the beginning, and then Houston did their classic second-half comeback, and then uh, Tulane was able to finish it out. I think this Houston team, even though they've been broken, is going to figure things out. Um, you know, people forget that they took UTSA to overtime and won. They took Texas Tech to overtime, and we found out that Texas Tech is pretty good. So um, I'm just going to take the Houston money line here. I think that they're going to bounce back here. Um, the line seems a little bit of a rat. I think Memphis is a 4-1 team playing pretty well. Um, for sure has a lot of the money. So I think Houston will have a bounce back spot here. Next, we got UNLV, San Jose State. Um, San Jose State really been a good team against the spread this year. Uh, showing their true colors. I gave you them against Auburn a few weeks ago. I think the San Jose State's defense is going to be what is key and why I'm going to take San Jose State in the minus six and a half here. Um, you know, I I know that UNLV has had an absolutely monster offense, putting up lots of points, but I think San Jose State's defense is finally going to put a cap on them. Um, I think UNLV probably won't score more than 20 points here, 
and I don't think UNLV's defense is all that impressive. So I'm going to take San Jose State minus six and a half. I'm also going to take the under 52 and a half. I, I think that this, you know, this will be a very defensive-oriented game. San Jose, San Jose State makes these kind of games very close, um, or not very close, but not many points. I think they probably win by a touchdown. So San Jose State minus uh, six and a half seems like a good bet. And then the final Friday night game, the Colorado State-Nevada, the absolute worst game you could possibly watch. I mean, this Nevada team, I don't know how they have two wins. They lose to Incarnate Ward, but they win um, to some other you know, really, really bad teams. Colorado State, the only winless team in the country, I believe, right now. Um, I think that this is the game that Colorado State wins, finally. This line makes no sense. Again, I'm going to take... Colorado State, even though Nevada is favored by three and a half at home, so really they're saying that this is a is a pick 'em. This is a anyone's game, and Colorado State is probably hungry at this point. They they haven't had a win. They're not looking to get embarrassed again. I mean, Nevada, a two and three team, only being favored by two, you know, by three and a half, even though they put up twenty points on Air Force. Um, the last time they played, I did give you the Air Force uh, minus fourteen in that game. I know they were scoreless against Iowa, and I think that that is going to show in this game, that kind of offense. Um, and, I mean, beating Texas State is not impressive, nor New Mexico State. So um, I think that this Nevada Wolfpack team is not any good. You're going to say Colorado State money line. Again, two money line dogs on Fridays. Um, that seems to be the move right now, and I'm going to keep rolling with it. All right, next we've got the unc miami game unc is going to be a let's see what the line is right now um i know it's kind of been around three and a half four and a half um it is currently at miami favored by three and a half so basically they think this is a pick as well uh miami has shown their defense is not all that good they let middle tennessee score on them they let uh southern miss score on them they let Texas A&M scored 17 on them, which for a Texas A&M offense isn't all that bad. Um, this Miami team is just another broken team, really disappointing. My only concern in the reason why I'm not going to take the side on this one, even though I gave you UNC minus 8.5, minus 9.5 last week, they just absolutely dominated. It was a 31-point win. Um, that was a, one of the easiest that was probably one of the easiest bets you could have ever placed. Um, and if you subscribe to the Patreon, then that's what you got. So I'm going to take the over in UNC Miami, which is currently at 66. Um, I think that this is going to be a, we'll call it a rebound game for Tyler, uh, for, for Van Dyke. Um, Van, Van Dyke is a good quarterback and I'm, I'm, I'm sad to see his decline because I thought that you know, he was going to be able to shine this year finally. He's had some great years in the past with Miami, but this is this is going to be probably the end. And, and really, this game is what matters. After, you know, they've been, they had a bye week now. They're going up against UNC, who's traditionally been a tough team that they've played against. They've lost the last three, I think, to UNC. Um, they're going to have to show something, and they're going to be at home. I think this is a game where they score at least 20, 30 points. Plus, it is UNC's defense. Even though I genuinely believe that the defense isn't as bad as people say it is. I mean, I'm not saying Virginia Tech has that great of an offense, so scoring 10 points isn't all too impressive. Um, but I think they are figuring things out. 
So I'm going to take the over here. I think it's probably going to be UNC scores 40-something points and Miami scores 20-something points would be my guess. So I, even though I'd lean UNC in this game, I think the only way UNC loses is by being outscored. So you got to take the points, right? 66 just makes sense. Next, we've got the Mississippi State and Arkansas game. Arkansas coming off a very disappointing loss to Alabama. Um, their quarterback is not in the play anymore. Mississippi State coming off a win against Texas A&M, looking really impressive. Finally, a top 25 team. I mean, this is this line tells you everything you need to know. Mississippi State minus nine is the play here. Arkansas's defense isn't as good as people uh, have been talking about. I told you this is not as strong of an Arkansas team as has been in the past. Even though I was wrong about the Alabama uh, minus 17 game, I do believe that Arkansas in general, just their defense has not been good. They let a lot of points up against South Carolina um, and then obviously letting points up against Texas A&M as well. So I think Mississippi State's going to run all over them at home. I'm going to take the minus nine. I'm also going to take the over 58. Uh, I think Mississippi State might be able to score 40-something points in this game. That gives you Arkansas scoring about 17, 18, 20, whatever, how many points. I'm going to take it. So uh, over 58, I think a lot of people are going to be off on Arkansas because of the quarterback news, but I think Mississippi State is going to score it with, you know, at will. Next, we've got the Michigan-Indiana game. I gave you Michigan minus 11 last week. Very close. I was on the edge of my seat on that one, but it did end up paying off. Um, I'm going to think... I'm going to take uh, Michigan minus 22 and a half here. Um, it's in Indiana. You would think that Michigan, after playing a more close game last week, that they wouldn't be as big of favorites. But uh, this Indiana team is not all that good. Um, you know, they they kind of let the cat out of the bag early on. They had a win against WKU that was kind of big. Um, but ever since, they've just been downtrending. And, you know, this is a game of ebbs and flows. I think they're in a bad flow right now. Um, Indiana losing to Nebraska last week. I know it's Nebraska at home, but I just I don't believe in this Indiana team. Michigan's defense is going to stomp them. I'm going to take the 22 and a half. I think Michigan's going to want to score at will after only scoring about 20 points last week. Um, and Indiana is the kind of team where you can do that against. So I'm going to take uh, the uh, Michigan minus 22. I'm also going to take the over 59. I think that Michigan could probably score 50 points in this game, and Indiana will probably score some. Um, so... Oh, yeah, I'm going to take Michigan minus 22 and a half in the over. Next one we've got is the Florida versus Missouri game. Missouri, uh, sneaky good against Georgia, um, giving them a hard time, barely losing in the end. Um, and then Florida just destroying Eastern Washington as was expected. This is in the swamp. And Missouri, even though they've been decent on the road, they went to Auburn uh, and almost beat them. They almost, I mean, they almost beat Georgia. I mean, they, they've they've been impressive against the spread. Even though I, you know, I gave you the Kansas State beating them, that was an easy one. This is not a good Missouri team. Let's not be fooled. All right, these are look-aheads for people like Georgia, who had Auburn coming up this week. I mean, these are look-aheads for Missouri, to where you cannot, don't be concerned with the teams that they've been facing and why it's been so close. I think Florida doesn't have that same attitude because now they're playing for almost every game. I mean, they've they've lost twice now. Obviously, um, they have the one win against Utah, but losing to both Tennessee and 
Kentucky was not good for their their morale. I think Florida pounds in this game in the swamp. Minus 11 against Missouri. I think this is an easy, easy pick. Easy pick. Next, we got TCU and Kansas. TCU favored by seven. This is going to be a tough game. Um, you know, Kansas at home has performed really well, and you know, Kansas is finally getting that top 25 ranking. I said last week that they hadn't done enough to prove that top 25 ranking, and I and I still stand by that. Yeah, they beat Iowa State. I gave you the under in that game, though. Uh, my thesis was correct. Uh, Kansas had not played a defense like Iowa State, and that showed. Hence, they only scored 14 points. Now. They, on the defensive side of the ball, the good news for Kansas, it shows they actually have a defense because Iowa State's offense isn't all that bad. Um, You know, when they play a decent defense, they do struggle, but I think that Iowa State, them making Iowa State only score 11, shows a little bit more about Kansas uh, in a good way. However, that said, this Kansas team is not ready for the big, big, big lights. I mean, they're going to lose this week. The story is going to be TCU may be a Big 12 contender uh, with the second best offense in the league. Um, I'm going to take TCU minus seven and the over here. I know that this is the third, I think, game that I've got a favorite and an over, um, but I think it's just that kind of game. I'm not, you know, this is going to be a lot of points. College game day in Kansas, TCU's second highest scoring offense. I can see this game being very, very high scoring easily. This could be like the West Virginia-Kansas game blowout. Um, I love it. I think it's going to be an exciting game, but I don't think that they're going to be... I don't think Kansas' defense is going to be able to stop TCU. Um, So I'm going to take TCU with the points. Next game, we've got Maryland and Purdue. Um, Maryland favored by three. Pretty big win over uh, Michigan State. Uh, Maryland showing some strength here i mean they, they only have the one loss right now and you know that that's going to be good for them going down the road i'm shocked that this team isn't close to getting ranked there are only losses to michigan and it's pretty fucking close i mean it was a seven point game um you know they they've been dominating otherwise uh you know i know the you know smu they were underdogs they were barely any favorites i think they were maybe like a two and a half point favorite win that game by a touchdown destroy Michigan State, who's not all that great, but Michigan State did make it at least somewhat close against Washington. I think that Michigan, uh, I think Maryland's actually going to win this game outright against Purdue. Purdue coming off a big win in Minnesota. Um, I'm going to take Maryland in the points, minus three. I know this is a lot of favorites so far. I did have a couple money line dogs, though, so bear with me. Next game, we've got Tennessee LSU. This is going to be a really telling game. Um, Tennessee favored by three right now. I could see LSU winning this game outright. I don't like it. I'm not going to take the sides on this. I think that LSU is a very good team. Um, I think that the loss to Florida State is a little bit of a fluke almost. And last week, LSU's performance against Auburn, I think that tells you that that was a look ahead for them. They were getting ready for this game. They were definitely getting ready for this game. I I want to take LSU money line straight up. I think that even though they're their underdog, it's in Death Valley. Tennessee needs to win that big game. I don't know if they're able to win this big game. I'm not going to give you the side though. What I am going to give you is the under 65. I think that LSU's defense 
is going to show here. Tennessee, I know, does not have an amazing defense, but LSU offensively may struggle in this kind of game. Um, so I'm going to take the D, the under 65. I think it's going to get close to that number, but I don't think it's going to go over here. I think this is not a game where uh, Tennessee is just going to blow out the defense here. It's going to be a tough environment for them. There's going to be a pen, there's going to be a lot of penalties. It's going to be loud. I just I don't see Tennessee scoring over 35 points or something in this game. So going to take the under. Next, we got Texas versus Oklahoma. Texas favored by nine. This line's been moving quite a bit. Um, I saw it at minus seven the other day. Currently at minus nine. I'm going to take Texas minus nine here. Um, you know, Quinn Ewers is back. I think there's a lot of hype around him. I think it's deserving. He looked really, really good in that game against Alabama. Um, kind of shredded that defense. Um, Oklahoma showing that, you know, this new guy who's not Dylan Gabriel, Juco guy, I don't know if he's going to be the guy. I know this is a big rivalry. I know it's in Oklahoma. Texas by nine in Oklahoma, though, that's not that's a recipe for disaster. I mean, if TCU can score at will against Oklahoma, I think that Texas could too. Texas has an amazing offense, great line, great running back. I can see them just pounding the shit out of this. So I'm going to take Texas minus nine. It's probably a trap, but I think Texas is that good, even though you know they haven't shown it as well. Um, you know, losing to Texas Tech, I think, is a bummer for them. But I think that they're still a really good team. They only have two losses, right? Yeah, two losses. So Big 12 is really up for, our, I mean, it's up for grabs at this point. You know, you got two undefeateds going against each other right now. And uh, it's just, it's going to be interesting. Um, next game, we got Georgia State and Georgia Southern. Georgia State favored by two and a half here. I think Georgia State against Army showed what they could be uh, with that win last week. That was their first win. I think Georgia State is a really, really good team. I mean, they've just been really – it's been an unfortunate game, game series for them. I mean, barely losing to Charlotte by one point, you know, a touchdown within against Carolina, you know, two touchdowns against South Carolina. I mean, this is – this has just been a really tough, tough environment for Georgia State. I like them, though. That win against Army at West Point, big deal. Shows a lot about them. And I think that they're going to win this game, too, at home. Georgia Southern, even though they've got that win over Nebraska, isn't all that great. Um, you know, close game against Coastal Carolina, I'll give that to you. But I think that a lot of the money is going to be on Georgia Southern. I think that defensively, Georgia Southern is going to struggle in this game. Their defense is not all that good. Um, they let up a lot of points. They, you know, let up 35 to UAB, who's not an amazing offense. Uh, they let up 23 to Ball State, who's definitely not an amazing offense, and then 42 to Nebraska, which I can that one I can understand. Um, I just I don't see Georgia. I, this is probably going to be Georgia State scores at least 30 points, and I think that uh, Georgia State's defense will hold up in this game. They did very well uh, against the run, especially against uh, Army. So I'm going to take that. Next one, we've got South Florida and Cincinnati. Cincinnati favored by 27 and a half here. I don't know if Cincinnati deserves to be favored by 27 and a half against anybody. That's just way too many points. Um, South Florida is a really scrappy team. They make games close. They don't win them, but they are a good offense. Uh, they do second half backdoor covers all the time. This seems like one of those games. I've been very much a South Florida better for some time because they're great against the spread. I think that's still the case. I'm going to take the 27 and a half. 
Um, I like this a lot. Um, I almost like it too much to where I'm concerned, but I, I think that uh, South Florida can definitely stay within the points. Next, we got Oklahoma State versus Texas Tech. Texas Tech, um, obviously having a big win against Texas, uh, but then losing to Kansas State. Kansas State's a great team. I gave you the Kansas State minus seven. That was a very easy pick. Texas Tech, even though they're a good team, they can score. I, I don't think they are, you know, I don't, th- I mean, they lost pretty bad to North Carolina State, and they barely beat a Houston team that's kind of dysfunctional. So, I can see Oklahoma State winning this by three touchdowns. I, I don't know if this is a close game. I know they traditionally will play close. It's in uh, Oklahoma. It's at Oklahoma State. I'm going to take Oklahoma State minus nine. Uh, I know this line's been moving. A lot of people like te- Texas Tech. Uh, I just don't see it happening. Um, so I'm going to take that. A lot of favorites, I know. But that's how the game works. And if you've been following me, you know that I've, I'm have i successful. Last week did really, really well. Um Talking about games I did well in, Tulane Moneyline last week. Let's talk about East Carolina and Tulane. Um, These are two teams that I love to bet on. Tulane has some quarterback problems. I don't know that they're going to be able to fix some of these. They've got one of the best uh, wide receivers. They've got, well, we'll call it a wide receiver. I mean, he does everything. Wide receiver, running back. Um, They've got some athletic freaks on that team. Their defense is really good. ECU, though has the same thing going on. The game right now, total is 55. I love the over in this game. I think that the over is the move. I think both these teams can score very well. Um, East Carolina has kind of lost the plot defensively. They let up a lot of points uh, to Navy. They let up a lot of points last week even. Um, Who did they play last week? They played someone uh, who wasn't. It's South Florida. Scored 30 points on them. I mean, I can see I can see this being a close game. So I don't know if I can take the three and a half. Uh, I kind of want to take ECU Moneyline, if I'm being honest with you. My model has uh, ECU winning this game. Um, but I'm not going to give the side out. I'm going to give, for my record at least, on the, on the podcast... I'm going to give the over 55. I think that's a much safer bet here. Next one, we've got UAB versus Middle Tennessee. UAB favored by nine at home. I like UAB minus nine here. Um, I also like the under 53. Uh, no, I guess it's moved down a little bit. I like under 52. UAB's defense has been kind of their pride in Seoul in the Conference USA the past few years. Uh, it's still a decent defense. I know that they kind of let it up against Rice. But you see what they were able to do with Liberty, Alabama A&M, even Georgia Southern where they win, and Georgia Southern only scores 21 points. UAB's defense is going to be fairly good. I think Middle Tennessee has kind of lost. I mean, I gave you the UTSA last week. Very easy bet. Um, But I don't know that they're going to be able to hold up against uh, a UAB defense. They only scored 34 against the Colorado State. That's not all that good. And they lost to James Madison 7-44. So... JMU defense, UAB defense, if I'm going to really compare the two, I think UAB is going to hold them probably to less than three touchdowns. So if that's the case, it's going to take the under 52. Next game I like, Tulsa, minus five and a half, going into Navy. Um, Navy, not all that good. They're just not. 
I know they were able to keep it close against Air Force. That's a that's a rivalry game. I know that they beat ECU. I think that's a fluke. Tulsa is a good team. They can score against anybody. I don't know that uh, Navy can. So I'm going to take Tulsa minus five and a half right now. I really like this. Um, next one. I like Toledo minus five and a half against Northern Illinois. It's now four and a half. I like Toledo in this game. I think Northern Illinois is kind of a broken team at the moment. I did give you them against uh, Kentucky. Um, I think this is a very generous line, though. They did lose to Ball State in a double overtime game last week. They're going to be tired. They're going to get up for this game, yes, but they're not going to get up defensively for this game. Toledo's going to score at will. Toledo's going to score 50 points, probably. I just don't see how the, the defense is going to be able to win this one out. So... They let up a lot of points. Toledo's a big high-scoring offense. I mean, if, if Vanderbilt can score 38, Toledo can score a lot more. That's all I'll say. So not high on uh, Northern Illinois in this game. I think Toledo wins this fairly easily. Going to take the 4.5, uh, which it's at. I hate how many, over, uh, how many um, favorites I'm taking. But as long as we go over 50%, am I right? And the games that I'm not taking... A lot of those could be underdogs. You never know. Uh, UCLA and Utah. I like Utah here. All the money is going to be on UCLA money line. You, you know, the undefeated team, Chip Kelly. Utah's defense, though, is going to be a surprise for UCLA. Utah's defense is fairly legit. I think that they let up against Oregon State, even though I did give you as one of my best bets Utah last week. They very easily covered. I think they very easily covered this game, too. I think Utah wins by two touchdowns, show that they are the number one team in the Pac-12. Um, I think they're better than USC because they win on all fronts. They're very good defensively. Um as well as obviously a high-scoring offense. I'm going to take Utah minus three and a half here. Uh, I think that that's the play. So give it to me, Utah minus three and a half. I think that's easy money. Next one I like, Georgia minus 30 against Auburn. Auburn going into Athens. It's just recipe for disaster. Georgia was getting ready for this game. You know, obviously they led up against Missouri. I think they're going to need to, to really show their defense here. Auburn has a terrible offense. I don't know if they score a single point. This is like a 40-7 to kind of game. So I'm going to take Georgia minus 30. It's a lot of points, but I'm going to take it. I think that they're going to definitely try to flex their muscles in this one. Next one I like, Ole Miss, minus 17 going into Vanderbilt. Um, I think that they were a little frustrated with that last game. Almost lost to Kentucky. I think they're going to need to come back here. Uh, I did give out Ole Miss minus six and a half. I was wrong about that. I, I you know, we knew that they were going to win, but I was shocked. You know, Kentucky's defense, which has been good, did very well against Ole Miss, and so give credit where credit's due. But Ole Miss does have a killer offense. We've shown they have a decent defense too now. So I'm going to take them uh, to kind of lay it over on Vanderbilt. I'm just not high on Vanderbilt, especially when they're going up against a good defense. You know, they, was, they were struggling to score against Wake Forest. I don't know if they're going to be able to score against Ole Miss. Give me Ole Miss minus 18. All right, finally an underdog that I like. Arizona State, plus 14, going against Washington. Uh, this Arizona State team is a little bit more frisky than people are going to give them credit for. 14 points is way too many 
going into Arizona State. This is going to be a loud crowd. Arizona State's kept some games, you know, within that, you know, USC at home. Arizona State scored 25 points against USC. Washington's defense isn't all that good. We saw that last week. You know, they kept it within 20 points, basically, against Utah. That wasn't, I mean, that's impressive enough to keep Utah under 40. Um, you know, sad loss to Eastern Michigan, but, you know, after firing their coach, they kept it within 17 against Oklahoma State, who's definitely better than Washington. I think at home, they're going to be able to do something with this. Give me Arizona State plus 14. Uh, next one, I gave you Georgia. I gave you the Georgia Tech game last week against Pittsburgh. They won outright. Pretty easy bet there. Love that game. Uh, really entertaining to watch. And this week is not going to be any different. At home, Georgia State or Georgia Tech, give me the money line against Duke. I think that it wasn't a fluke. Uh, they have some talent. People like this coach. They like that they just beat a top 25 team. Duke going in. I can see this being an upset. Give me the Georgia Tech money line. I kind of like it. I also like the over 53. I think Georgia Tech is going to be able to score here. Duke's defense isn't all that good. Um, so, yes, going to take Duke, Georgia Tech over 53. I like that more, but I will also check Georgia Tech money line. Next one, I love this game. Great rivalry in the conference, USA. Give me Western Kentucky, UTSA over 72.5. This is a high scoring game. Every single time both offenses great both defenses lots of improvement going to utsa they let up a lot of points against houston i was at that game i gave you the over i also gave you the utsa plus four they cover western kentucky here is going to score 40 points regardless they score against everybody give me the over 72 and a half this is a dirty game these guys will try to maul each other on the offensive side of the ball. Next, we got Michigan State, Ohio State. Going into Michigan State. At this point, Mel Tucker is coaching for his life. Um, yeah, he's got the long-term contract, but people are going to hate him if he doesn't get close in this game. Um, they get embarrassed by Maryland. They get embarrassed by Washington. They get embarrassed by... I mean, basically, I mean, they have two losses or three losses? Three losses. Because they also lost to Minnesota, embarrassingly, at home. So I'm going to take them to cover the number 27. I mean, I'm not... Everyone is very, very much so in the camp of C.J. Stroud is the GOAT of college right now. And he... I know you can't be a GOAT of right now. But, like, everyone loves him. But I just... I'm that high on this Ohio State team. I just don't... I don't like it. It seems like... Ohio State should be favored by more, honestly, given Michigan State's performance. But I'm going to take Michigan State plus 27 here. I really don't like Ohio State. Something about them stinks. I don't think that they're going to be great in the play. I think they're going to lose to Penn State, honestly, outright. So when I'm excited for when that game comes. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be interesting, though. I think Michigan State might be able to make this a close game. All right, next, we've got the UTEP LA Tech. Uh, I like the under in this game. This is UTEP is an under team. They've always been an under team. They're going to Louisiana Tech. I think that they're going to, after last week's embarrassing performance, have a little bit of a comeback game. Uh, Louisiana Tech has not played all that well. Um, they're 1-3 right now. Big loss to South Alabama. 
last time. Uh, and I think that this is going to be a defensive struggle. UTEP's going to hold LA Tech to probably less than 30 points. UTEP's not going to score. I mean, Louisiana Tech's offense or defense isn't all that good. But UTEP is also just... You can't trust that offense. I'm going to take under 53. I think that's the move. Um, Wazoo USC. USC favored by 13 and a half. I want to take Wazoo, but it seems like such a very... I mean, it seems like such a chalk pick at this point. Everyone's taking Wazoo. I was on Wazoo well before everybody else. Let me just make that very clear. I like the over here. I think Washington State can score. I think they're getting an offensive rhythm. I think USC can obviously score. Give me the over 66. I think that this is going to be one of those really fun Pac-12 shootouts. Should be a, a easy over to hit. I don't. I think it'll probably hit at the half. I mean, this could be like points, points, points. Next, we got BYU going to Notre Dame. BYU, kind of a disappointing team, as I had predicted. Gave you the Oregon against them, and I also... Um, uh, gave you the who else they play? I gave you some someone against the spread. I gave you the Utah State against the spread last week. Um, I gave you the Wyoming spread, I believe, as well. I mean, this is not a team that covers. I think Notre Dame is good. People are going to say, "Oh, they played UNC." You can't start saying they're good, but if you watch that UNC game, uh, they can score. You, like Notre Dame has figured out that all you have to do is pass to their like top five draft pick uh, no, tight end, and they'll score. Notre Dame is going to come out here. Their defense is solid. I think that they're going to keep this. I mean, they're going to embarrass BYU and probably get themselves back in the running. I mean, they held Ohio State to 21 points. People forget that. UNC scores more points than anybody else on Notre Dame, but UNC's offense is also probably one of the top in the country. So I'm going to take Notre Dame minus three and a half here. I know it's a favorite, but I love this game. Love this game. I'm going to take the Kansas State-Iowa State under 45. I like the defenses on both of these teams. I don't know if Martinez is a quarterback that you can guarantee will score more than 30 points in a game. Um, I just don't see Kansas State scoring a ton of points here iowa state's defense is solid we saw that against kansas i think we're going to see that in this game as well at home um people are going to be mad matt campbell knows that he's got to get close in this game honestly i'm thinking iowa state money line might be the move and i've been a kansas state guy but like iowa state's looking real i mean they're that barely losing to kansas might hurt him or might 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 help him i i think that might help him in this game they might have overlooked Kansas to try to get ready for this game. I think that this is going to be a Iowa State 45. And you know what? Fuck it. Give me Iowa State money line. I think that they win at home. This line doesn't make sense. Give me the give me the money line, dog. I love it. All right, next game. We got Clemson and Boston College. I love the over 48 and a half here. Uh, Clemson has found themselves offensively. Boston College is finally out of their little broken rut that they had. Over 48 and a half going into Boston College. I think Clemson might be able to score 48 and a half on their own. They have figured things out. I'm going to start believing in DJ. I'm going to start, you know, North Carolina State's defense is not that bad, and they were able to score 20. I think that this is going to be a game where Clemson's going to try to flex. I mean, they're going to really get up for this. 
because people are doubting him. People are saying they're not real. They're not real. They've been saying that. I was saying that. I don't think that DJ is going to be the guy in the end. I don't think he's going to be this number one prospect that people were putting him at. He's picked up some points, though. He's picked up some points. 30 points against NC State's not that bad. I'm going to take the over. I think this is uh, this definitely this looks like an over game to me. Um, I'm going to take what else we got? Wisconsin minus 10 in a comeback. I gave you Wisconsin last week. Terrible pick. That is on me. Should have known that that was a little bit too close of a spread. Uh, Illinois just routed them. Routed them. They've got a new coach coming in. Their new coach is going to get them so hyped. You know what I feel about fired coaches. You got to go with the system. System play, minus 10, Wisconsin against Northwestern. Northwestern sucks. It's not going to be close. Not going to be close. Uh, Next, we got the Alabama-Texas A&M. The news just came out. Max Johnson not playing. This spread is only 24 right now. That tells you about A&M's defense. I think that their defense is good enough to where Alabama might struggle and score probably somewhere in the low 30s. And as long as Texas A&M scores a touchdown and a field goal, that gets you in the number. I'm going to take Texas A&M plus 24. I think a lot of people are going to be on this Alabama uh, minus 24. I'm going to th- I'm going to take the I'm taking the reverse. Next game, Wake Forest minus six, 17 against Army. Wake Forest, uh, big win against Florida State. They needed that win. Um, they're going to be a top contender in the uh, in the ACC, of course. Army with a very disappointing loss at home. I don't know if they're going to be able to get up for this game. They know they're going to lose this game. Wake Forest is going to dominate on the offensive side of the ball because that's what they do. Give me Wake Forest minus 17 against Army. Florida State going to North Carolina State. North Carolina State still high ranked. Only favored by three, though? I don't see this. I, I mean, I think that Florida State maybe just had an overlook last week. Florida State's defense is pretty good. Florida State might win this game. This line doesn't make sense to me. Give me Florida State money line. Give it to me money line. Tomahawk chop all the way home. I don't know that NC State is going to be able to play for this game. I mean, Florida State's got a lot to prove. Um, if they don't win this game, their season's basically done. So I'm going to give Florida State the benefit of the doubt. Give me the money line. I like Arizona plus 13 and a half against Oregon. Same reason I like Wazoo. Oregon away, not a good team. Oregon at home, fairly good team. Give me the Arizona plus 13 and a half. They're going to be able to score. They're, they've shown that they can score. Um, and I don't know if Oregon, I mean, you Arizona has a good fan environment. And Bo, you know how I feel about Bonix in away games. So give me Arizona plus 13 and a half. Give me Fresno State plus seven and a half. Boise State is not a good team, despite what you may think. They are not a good team. Fresno State can have and does have athletic players. They're not doing well right now with Hayner out. Obviously, it has not helped them. But I like Fresno State plus seven and a half to go into Boise State. Way too many points. Way too many points. This is a touchdown game, if not a field goal game. Next, I like the Hawaii-San Diego State under 48.5. Both these offenses suck. San Diego State's defense is great. This is going to be a very low-scoring game, though, because San Diego State's offense also sucks. Give me the under 48.5 here. 
And then finally, Oregon State, minus 7 against Stanford. Uh, Stanford's kept a lot of games close. This line doesn't make too much sense. Oregon State going into Stanford being a 7-point underdog. I think that they're going to win this game fairly easy. Give me Oregon State after a disappointing loss to Utah. I love Oregon State minus 7. And that is it for the college. I know that took forever. We're going to rapid fire the NFL next. After a little bit of analysis, because I did go through these games quickly, I do watch basically all of these games. I mean, I've got multiple, multiple screens going with all the different games, so I don't miss a play. Um, we're just going to go through kind of where things are standing. Let's go through just, you know, top 25 teams um, on a real quick basis, just like who's winning the conferences. I think it's important because, you know, you know, I, I get into the lines and I think that the lines say a lot, but I don't get to talk about the teams as much as I'd like to. Um, I'd love to give my analysis on everything, but I do have a, a time limit when it comes to making these episodes. So let's just talk about the top three teams, which are Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State. Is anyone all that impressed? Is anyone saying, wow, you know, this just Alabama versus the field? It's just Ohio State versus the field. People were saying that Georgia, but now that Georgia's kind of let let up two teams, bad teams, uh, both Kent State and Missouri get fairly close, Georgia doesn't look all that impressive. I will say, I think Georgia is that impressive. I think that they were just, you know, you don't have to play good against those teams when you're Georgia. You don't have to have a game plan. And I think Georgia's just waiting and saving up their power because they are the best team in college right now. Anyone who thinks Alabama is has not been watching Alabama. Um, they have a lot of problems. Now, they're doing much better than they were. Their defense is looking a lot better. Their offensive line is, and, and receivers are starting to figure things out. But when they play someone legit, I don't know if they're going to be able to do it. I mean, they're playing – I mean, their biggest competition was Texas. Let's, let's be real. Arkansas is a fake top 25 team when they played them. I mean, I don't even know if they're in the top 20. They're not. You know, I, I just think you put up Alabama against some serious competition, they're going to struggle. Ohio State, same way. I mean, 21 points against Notre Dame. They let up over 20 points to a team like Toledo. I'm not convinced with Ohio State. C.J. Stroud has not impressed me. He is the best wide receiving core in the country, and that's the only thing keeping him afloat. He gets put in one of these big games, he's going to suck. Look what they did last year. Barely beat Utah in the in the final, or in, in their uh, not not the final in the freaking uh, what were they in the Orange Bowl, Peach Bowl, something like that. I mean, they barely beat Utah. Uh, I just I, I'm not convinced by this Ohio State team either. The only one I'm convinced by is Georgia, and you know I'm I'm getting there on Clemson just because their defense can show little flashes of eliteness. Um, Clemson's got a lot they've got to prove. I mean, back-to-back -back wins, Wake Forest at North Carolina State, it's a big deal. That is a big deal. I'm not convinced on USC. I think that Utah is going to win the Pac-12. Not, I'm, not, I'm not convinced. I think if you're looking at those two teams, there's no one else in the Pac-12 who really has a chance. I mean, UCLA, it's, it's a good story. You know, they're 5-0. They're going to be good. But UCLA is going to lose this weekend to Utah, and then they're going to lose to uh, USC when they finally play. I mean, I'm just not convinced. I think even Oregon is better than UCLA. So UCLA is going to probably end with three losses, would be my guess. So the Pac-12, I mean, I think it's all Utah. 
Utah had a flunk game against Florida. First game of the season. They always start off slow. They have gone into typical Utah mode where they just are dominating midseason. They will dominate through the rest of the year. I wouldn't be shocked if they made it to the playoffs at all. Um, Michigan, it's going to be tough. Their offense, I'm just it's not an offense I think that you can trust. Their defense is showing up a lot better than think I think people thought, which is good. They're a good, well-rounded team. I don't know if they're going to be on the same level as the top three. I, I will take Michigan against the spread against uh, uh, Ohio State. I do think that that one will be a little bit closer than people expect, but... Oklahoma State, I think, is the best team in the Big 12. I don't think there's a debate on that. I gave you Oklahoma State last week. Money line against Baylor. Um, Oklahoma State is real. They are real. Spencer Sanders is playing like he is uh, never played before. I love this Ohio Oklahoma State team. I think they actually have a chance of making the playoff. A lot of people are kind of just like, eh, it's whatever team. They do have a legitimate chance to make the playoff. It will, this weekend and then the TCU game will say a lot. If they can convincingly beat TCU, I would not be shocked if they ran the table and made it to the playoff. I would not be shocked at all. Or one loss even. They could do it. Tennessee, who's ranked 8th right now, great offense. Love to see it. Defense is a struggle for me. Their defense is going to be the reason that they lose to somebody. I'm not. They're not a top SEC contender yet. They're going to struggle with LSU. They're definitely struggling with Alabama. Um, they may blow this LSU game in preparation for Alabama. Very well. They are great on pace. I love the offense. Hendon Hooker, Heisman candidate. I just I can't see them winning and getting to a playoff because of their defense. Ole Miss, same way. I think that Ole Miss showed a lot against Kentucky. I think they're a little bit overrated. Um, you know, when they play elite defenses, they're going to struggle. They're going to struggle. And I'm just waiting for them to play a Texas A&M and probably lose. Even though A&M doesn't have a great offense, they could still lose that game and score less than 30 points. Penn State, I think that they're legit. Penn State, even though it was, they did not have an impressive game against Northwestern, I think that that is a preparation game. Because they're going to have to, you know, their their focus is we have to beat Michigan, we have to beat Minnesota, and then we have to beat Ohio State. That's a murderer's row. That is three back-to-back-to-back of the toughest games they could possibly play. They have to win two out of the three in order for them to get to the playoff. If they win two out of those three, they have a legitimate chance of making the playoff. Because they are going to be one of the better teams in the Big Ten East. I think that Penn State is a really solid team. And if their defense shows out, they may be the Big Big Ten champions. I genuinely, I, I'm high on this team. They deserve to be in the top 10. I think Utah deserves to be in the top 10. North Carolina State, they're iffy. They're very iffy. I know they only lose to Clemson. Clemson's a good team. I give them that. But it is a, I mean, North Carolina State and, and Wake Forest, they are one right after the other. They deserve to be on the same level. That will be a good game. That's going to be a really fun game to watch. And then BYU, total fraud, shouldn't be in the top 15. I don't even think they should be in the top 20. Um, I know they only have the one loss, but beating Baylor in overtime isn't that impressive. Sorry. Um, I'm not convinced on this BYU team. TCU, I think, is going to be the other contender in the Big 12. I think that the winner of TCU-Oklahoma State will win the Big 12. 
Um, and I think that there is a good shot that one of them will go to the playoff. I think a lot of people were writing them off thinking, oh, they're going to cannibalize each other. I'm not entirely sure that that's the case. These are great offenses um, that have a, a decent defense too, which is very unlike a Big 12 team in, in recent history. Kansas, t- they're frauds. They're going to lose this weekend, uh, and they're going to probably lose to Oklahoma. They're going to lose probably four more games. They'll have a good season, and Lance, you know, Leipold will get a, uh, a nice extension. They'll probably try to sign him as fast as they can um, if somebody else doesn't do it. UCLA is a good team. Not great, but they're a good team. Washington is a fraud. Michael Penix Jr. is good, but, you know, he goes, like, he goes against a good defense. He's probably not all that good. Um, they really haven't played anyone too serious either. I don't think Washington's that good of a team. Um, maybe that's just me. Pac-12, though, showing some, some, some colors again. Pac-12 doesn't look too bad. A lot of people wrote them off pretty early on. Um, I think they're not that bad. Kansas State is a good team. I thought that they had a good shot at winning the Big 12. Not entirely sure anymore about that. Um, Kansas State not being well looked upon on the betting circles um, just because they're probably going to lose this weekend to Iowa State, and then they're probably going to lose again against Kansas. Uh, A lot of people think. uh, I'm not sure. It'll be interesting to see. They've They've got a tough team. T- tough uh, schedule coming up. I mean, Oklahoma State and Baylor. I think they'd probably beat Baylor. I don't know if they beat Oklahoma State. Syracuse, top 25 team. This one's a surprise. I think they're a little, I mean, they're frauds. And the ranker, you know, the, 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 the voters know that. That's why they're 22nd, even though they're 5-0. and uh, Barely beating Virginia. They did beat Purdue. It's a good win. I'm just not convinced. I think Mississippi State is legit. Will Rogers is a great quarterback. I think that if they can keep winning games and you know they do have to play both Georgia and Alabama this year, if they win one of those games, I think that Will Rogers will be a Heisman contender. Uh, he's got the numbers. He's got the numbers. Um, Cincinnati, 4-1? No. Absolutely not. They may win the AAC. I don't think they will. They may, but I, I just don't see... Cincinnati being all that good of a team. They are playing nobodies, and they stank against Arkansas. Stank. Um, they were able to do a little second quarter, uh, second half comeback, but I'm not convinced. And then finally, LSU at 25. I think they're legit. I think that Brian Kelly's done a lot of great things with the program. Um, LSU losing in that first week against Florida State, that's just such a depressing start. But I think that they're legit. They were able to find themselves... Um, they will probably win this weekend against Tennessee. Not looking forward to it. I'd like to see Tennessee do well. But at the same time, I'm, I, I like LSU. I'm going to be going to the LSU Ole Miss game in two weeks here. I'm going to be cheering for LSU there. I'm not a big Ole Miss guy. Um, I think they'll probably win that game uh, very handily against Ole Miss. That is kind of what I feel about the top 25 for college football. Let's go on to NFL real quick, though. I'll try to go as fast as I can with these games. Um, you know, sprinkling in kind of last week's results uh, as we go through them. Tonight, we've got Colts and Broncos. I love the over in this game. A lot of people are going to be taking the under. The Broncos are going to show some life, I think, at home. They're starting to figure this themselves out on offense. And with Jonathan Taylor out, this is going to force the Colts to throw more. And I like it. I like Ryan being a, Matt Ryan being able to kind of, uh, you know, get a little bit more time with the ball. Um, they're going to be playing very, very uh, aggressive on the on the throwing side, which they haven't been doing. You know, they love Jonathan Taylor, obviously. I think this is going to help the Colts in their little struggle that they're having. I think this is definitely an over game. I think a lot of people are not 
respecting enough these teams. They're saying that they've had low-scoring games. That does not mean they will have low-scoring games. Give me the over 42. Detroit and the Patriots, this is a tough one. I liked both of these teams going into the season. I still don't think either of them are bad teams. Detroit's defense is just not all that good. Patriots being favored by three here, I think, tells you something. I'm going to take the Patriots minus three. Um, I don't love it, but I do think Bailey Zappi's a good quarterback. I did give you the Patriots last week at plus ten and a half. Um, just saying. But I do like the Patriots minus three here. I think that they defensively are a very good team. Very good team. And I think the Patriots have a good schedule going forward. They could win 10 games still. Easy. They could win 10 games. Next, we got Giants and Packers. This is going to be an interesting game. I know a lot of people uh, are are trying to hop on the Giants here. They love it. I'm going to take the under. I think both these teams, uh, Packers defense didn't really show up last week. I think the Packers defense is going to show up this week against the Giants. Giants offense isn't all that good. And if their number one weapon is Saquon Barkley and he's just going to run the whole game, I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. Um, So give me the under 41 on this one. Next, we've got the Bills and the Steelers. I like the Bills minus 14. I don't think Kenny Pickett is all that good. Yes, Mitch Trubisky, not the greatest performances, but this is all play calling. You look at how many pass attempts he gets. They just keep giving it to Najee, give it to Najee, and then they blame Mitch. This is, I mean, the, the biggest Mitch slander I've ever seen in my entire life. They threw Kenny Pickett in, and immediately he threw three interceptions. I mean, just a three interceptions, boom, boom, boom. He's not ready. He's not ready to go up against a Bills defense especially. So I'm going to take the Bills minus 14. This line tells you everything. Bills are going to outright dominate in this game. Dominate. Next, we've got the Dolphins going against the Jets. Dolphins favored by 3.5 here. I like the Dolphins minus 3.5. I think Teddy Bridgewater is a great quarterback. I think he should be a starter for a team. Um, And I think that they can win this game very easily against the Jets. Jets are not all that good. Dolphins do still have an amazing offense. Teddy Bridgewater is a is a guy that people like. People like Teddy. Their defense is fantastic. And Zach Wilson is, is bad. So I'm going to go with the Dolphins minus three and a half here. Um, I'm not entirely sure if that's where the money is. Maybe I'm falling into a trap. Let me know. Comment on the show. Tweet at me. DM me on Instagram. Do something. Next, we got the Falcons and Buccaneers. I like the uh, uh, Buccaneers here. I know that it was Falcons plus 8.5 at one point. I think it's Buccaneers are favored by 10 now. The Bucs defense is going to show in this game, you know, disappointing loss to the Chiefs. I know Tom Brady, everyone's talking about the divorce with Giselle and whatnot. He's going to be pissed. He's going to want to win this game. He's going to want to, uh, uh, hey, look, if he's going to go through a divorce and probably lose a shit ton of money on this, then he's probably also going to uh, be mad enough and want to prove himself. You know, whenever the doubters come out of the woodworks, that's when you got to start seeing Tom Brady in his true form. And I think he's going to show that. I love the minus 10 here. The Bucs win on him. They win by double digits easy. Next, we got Seahawks and Saints. I like the Seahawks plus five and a half against the Saints. Um, Saints defense is good. Five and a half points is a little much, though. Geno is now throwing the ball well. I mean, give it to Geno. You got to give him some credit. 
Um, I think that they'll keep it close. I'm not sure that it's going to be an over game, um, but I like the Seahawks to at least keep it within the number. I don't like them winning outright, but I do like the number. Next, I got Jacksonville minus seven. Um, they are a fantastic team. Um, I, I just don't see the Texans being able to handle a Jacksonville defense. Uh, Chargers had a lot of banged up players. Hence, they were able to score 20, what, 24 points against the Chargers. I don't think they can do that against the Jags. Give me the Jags minus seven. Next, I've got Washington Commanders and Moneyline against the Titans. This is a must win. Carson Wentz, if he doesn't win this game, he's probably losing He's probably losing his job. And it's probably going to be Sam Howell, which I hope happens, but I don't think it will. I think that the Commanders will win outright at home. They beat a good Jacksonville team at home. This is going to be a game where they flex. I'm going to take the Commanders' money line. I think they win outright. Easy, easy, easy. Next, got Vikings and Bears. Give me the Vikings at home, minus 7.5. think that the Bears are a bad team still. They are playing frisky. They're looking decent. But the Vikings at home, that's another story. It's a 1 o'clock game, so you don't have to worry. 12 o'clock Central. 1 o'clock game. Eastern, I just I don't see the Vikings blowing this game to the Bears. Um, they've kind of had some close games. A lot of people said they were going to be great, and then they were looking all that bad. Then they barely lo- win in uh, in England. I think they're going to come back. They're going to win this game outright. People are going to talk about uh, they're going to win this game convincingly. Excuse me, and people are going to start talking about the Vikings again. Next one, I got Chargers minus three uh, against the Browns. I know that this is a rat line probably falling into a trap, but I, I think the Chargers have a lot to play for here still. I think that people are, are kind of down on them. They're 2-2. Two and two. Herbert's good. I mean, Herbert's not bad, and the Browns' defense isn't all that good. I mean, Miles, Miles Garrett's still questionable in this game. You know, they barely lose to the Chiefs. I just I don't see this being a game that they will, will drop. Um, this, is, this is a must-win game for them, and I think they will pull it out. Next, I like the Panthers plus six and a half against the 49ers. A lot of people are going to be on the 49ers here. I think that the Panthers' defense is very good. I think it's a low-scoring game. I think the 49ers win this one, but I'm going to take the Panthers to keep it a little bit close, probably a field goal game, maybe a four-point game. Um, But I I like the Panthers at home, plus six and a half. Next, I've got the Rams minus four and a half and over 43 against the Cowboys. Um, It's now moved to minus five. Uh, The Rams here looking for a little bit of a comeback against the 49ers. Dallas, they still, you know, a lot of people want to crown Cooper Rush. This is going to be everyone on the Cowboys. I like the Rams here. Their defense is going to show Cooper Rush what it really is to be in the NFL. Um, But I do like the over here still. I think Matt Stafford has had some troubles on the offensive side. I think he's going to fix some of that up. Uh, They really need to start showing some offense here. They have the weapons. So I'm going to give the Rams the benefit of the doubt. Give me the over 42.5 and the Rams minus 5. Next, I like the Cardinals plus 5.5 against Philly. Cardinals are an interesting team. They could look really good in one moment and look like the worst team in the NFL in another. They've had some close games. Um... I think this is another one of those games where it's just going to be it's going to be really close, and I'm going to give the Cardinals benefit of the doubt. I think the Eagles are going to have to have some look-aheads here. I think this is one of those. Uh, they're probably the best team in the NFC at this point, but they've got the Cowboys next week, and they know that's a tough game. So I'm going to give uh, the Cardinals the points, five and a half. Next, I like the uh, Bengals' money line. I was on the Ravens for a bit. I like the Bengals' money line here. I think that they're going to show defensively 
a strong game. What happened last week with Lamar and the Bills, I think, is not a fluke. I think that the Ravens are going to struggle on the offensive side of the ball. They're going to turn it over. The Bengals are going to come out swinging. I like the over 48, though. Or, sorry, the under 48. Um, I like it because I think the Ravens' defense is figuring things out. It's going to give Joe Burrow probably a tough time, but not tough enough to where he won't score 24 points. I think Joe Burrow scores. I think this win. I think this game is a 24-21 kind of game. The Cincinnati Bengals win on the close one. And then the Raiders plus seven. This might be my lock of the week. I love the Raiders plus seven here against the Chiefs. Everybody loves the Chiefs. The Chiefs are the worst team against the spread probably in the history of teams that are considered successful. Give me the Raiders to go in and shock the Chiefs. You know what? I might sprinkle a little bit of money line on this. I like the Raiders. They are figuring shit out. Give me the Raiders plus seven. Give me the over 51. I think the Raiders score 35 points. Easy. Easy. This Chiefs defense is not good. They're just not. Give me the Raiders. Plus seven might be my lock of the week. And that is it for the NFL. This has been an interesting uh, interesting one to watch. I think that the parity is really good. There are a lot of teams that suck. There are a lot of teams that are good that suck. And bad teams that are fairly good. I think this is going to be, you're going to see a, a very big reversal. Let's talk about some of these records. The Patriots are better than one and three. They're better than one and three. Even though people are, are really down on them, I think you should be taking the over, the total over for the Patriots right now. I think it's at seven and a half, maybe. You should be taking that all day long. They are a good team. The Lions, same thing. Even though they're one and three, they probably will be one and four after this week. They could win six games in a row. Very easy. Very easy. They have the offense for it. If they figure things out defensively, they become one of the best teams in the NFL. That's not an exaggeration. They are very very close to getting there. Commanders are probably better than one in three. I don't know if they're going to win games, but I think they're probably better than one in three. Um, they'll keep games close. And I'll tell you, there's some three and one teams that like, huh? The, the Giants three and one? No, they shouldn't be. Um, like, I, I don't see the Packers being three and one. I think that that's a fluke. They're not all that good. I think that uh, the Vikings have are, are barely a 3-1 team. The Eagles almost lost to the Lions. People forget that. Even though the Eagles are probably the most, you know, everyone says they're the most impressive team right now. I'm still not sold. I'm not sold. I think they will lose some games. They're not going to, you know, they, they'll, be go, they'll go deep in the playoffs. I think they'll probably win two games in the playoffs. I think they lose in the championship, though. I don't think they make the Super Bowl. Um I can see, I can very easily see a team like the 49ers uh, who just defensively just destroys Jalen Hurts. Just absolutely mauls him. Um, I could see a Rams defense doing that. I could see, uh, I could see, you know, uh, you know, I mean, there's a lot of teams. I can see a Bucks defense doing that. I'm not convinced. The NFC is definitely a lot tighter than people are giving them credit for. Uh, it, it is going to be a little bit more of a tight even though the spreads on, on some of these, you know, you've got like the Bears who are one and three and the Lions who are one and three. Um, but there, it, it's a tight, it's going to be every game matters. You're going to see a lot of teams who are just barely getting in the playoffs with nine, you know, nine, 10 wins. So it'll be a good season going forward. A lot of interesting games, a lot of fun games going on. 
But that is all I have for this week. Next week, hopefully, I'll, I'll start getting in some, some UFC. We've got the Oliveira uh, Makachev card, which will be interesting to talk about. We'll also have maybe a little bit of tennis. Hockey starting up, so a lot of stuff coming up. Hopefully, this combined episode, even though it's been an hour long, will be a better format for people. Let me know. DM me. Tell me what your thoughts are. Tell me what you want to hear analysis on. And definitely follow on social media the HFT Bets, at HFT Bets, Twitter, Instagram, all of that. Subscribe to the Patreon. We'll talk next week.